Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from Legacy Media is lying to you, Balaji Srinivasan on the Modern Wisdom Podcast 519 with Chris Williamson. Intro. Balaji Srinivasan is an entrepreneur and essayist, the co-founder of Council, the former chief technology officer of Coinbase, and a former general partner in Andresen Horowitz's latest book, The Network State explains how to build a successor to the nation-state, and is freely available online. In this conversation, Balaji Srinivasan and Chris Williams discuss the problems with the legacy media, how to improve your information diet, why testosterone numbers are dropping, how remote work changes everything, America's upcoming conflict with itself, America's conflict with China, how to prepare for a post-American age, big tech fusing with big government, resisting the current thing, and more. Check out these podcast notes from Balaji's chat on the rise of decentralized science. Hostash at Chris Wilkes. Products and media mentioned. Atomic habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. Be James Clear. One of the most popular books of the last decade with over 4 million copies sold. YouTube Premium. Balaji and Chris recommend purchasing YouTube Premium to improve your ad-free information diet. Bike desk. Chris bought a bike desk so he can exercise while he works. Slumdog Millionaire. A 2008 film Balaji mentioned that the main character's life experience made him well-suited for the moment in the movie. Soviet Story. A 2008 movie that shows how similar the propaganda of the Soviets and fascists were, among other things. The Jewish State by Theodor Herzl. A book published in 1800 proposed the notion that the Jewish people were a stateless nation. The Kill Chain, Defending America and the Future of High-Tech Warfare by Christian Bros. A book published in 2020 describes how the future of warfare will be based on artificial intelligence and autonomous systems. 2034, Novel of the Next World War by James G. Stavridis. A New York Times bestseller written by two former Navy officers that imagine a naval clash between the U.S. and China. American Factory. A 2019 documentary made by the Obamas about Americans and Chinese working together to build things. Mental Information Management. Entrepreneurs like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk use a single unifying principle for decision-making. Jeff Bezos, does this make the customer experience better? Elon Musk, does this help us get to Mars? Learning to code is hard, It's much easier to write a piece of code that does a specific thing. Balaji analogizes this coding example to argue that a purpose-driven life is good. On serving two masters, i.e. trying to accomplish two separate goals that compete for your time. Being purpose-driven helps you better decide what is worth your time and what is not. Have a vector that orients your time, attention, and energy towards achieving your goal, and allow for subroutines to develop off of that vector that get you closer to your goal. Media sites like Reddit, Twitter, and Hacker News are entropic, optimized for novelty and random. The user is pulled into several different directions that limit their ability to progress any one thing. Entropic websites add up to nothing and do not allow for their users' progress to compound. There is some value to serendipity, but we are over-consuming novelty and under-consuming purpose. Design an information diet like you would design your diet with food, this information is good, this information is bad, I don't consume this type of information, I only consume this type of information during this specific time of day etc. 
Consume quality information and media that helps you boost measurable and critical variables like truth, health, and wealth. How to become more discerning with media. Quote, the most nutritious food is the stuff that doesn't have nutrition facts on it. Balaji Srinivasan. Balaji wants someone to design a Google Chrome plugin that pre-reads content and identifies all the words that are meant to enrage you. He mentions a concept called the Russell conjugation that explains how the same concept can be communicated with an entirely different tone depending on the emotion the speaker wants to elicit. Example, I sweat, you perspire, but she glows. Machine learning can be used to detect Russell conjugations in text. Straight news is boring, so the legacy media adds salt and sugar to the content to make it more interesting. Failing restaurants add sugar to their meals as a last-ditch effort to attract patrons back to their restaurant, and the legacy media does the same with information. Consuming sugar can be addicting, and chronic consumption of it can have delirious effects, as shown in the graphic below that tracks obesity in the U.S. over time. Men are losing testosterone. 8 out of 10 young Americans are ineligible to enlist in the U.S. military primarily due to obesity factors. The cause of testosterone decline could be a single factor like inadvertent plastic consumption and exposure, or it could be a combination of factors such as a sedentary lifestyle, being fat, plastics, and consuming a poor information diet, for example. Quote, we know what's going on in Budapest or Bangalore, but we don't know what's going on in our own body. Balaji Srinivasan. The death of legacy media. Balaji thinks a personal dashboard will replace the daily newspaper. It will contain personal information on your fitness, diet, sleep, and family information like what your kids need that day, that month, etc. Reading the news is not the first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning. Maintaining a healthy information diet. Balaji's ideal day. Jog on the home treadmill. Lift weights. Work on offline stuff. Preferably writing longhand because it forces focus. Not connected to the internet for the first four hours of the morning. Plug in around 1 p.m. and answer calls, texts, and emails for the rest of the day. Go to sleep without having light in the eyes, i.e. listen to an audiobook. Spend the first few hours of the day on the most important stuff before the outside world can rush in. Balaji's social media habits. You can learn a lot from Twitter by following interesting people and accounts, but it is easy to overdose on the serendipity of it. Quote, win off Twitter to win on Twitter, Balaji Srinivasan. A concept of achieving things in the real world, and then announcing those achievements on Twitter. You cannot win on Twitter itself. Twitter is the public war zone, it is the new parliament where ideas are shared and challenged, and it's actually upstream of governments. People are elected by a large number of others choosing to follow them. Just like Bitcoin is governments of governments financially, Twitter is governments of governments socially. How Balaji predicts the future. He taught a Bitcoin course before anyone knew what it was. He predicted the exit of Silicon Valley and the emergence of remote work, pre-pandemic. And he predicted most of COVID's implications in January of 2020. His mental models are coming true because the world is getting more Balaji-like. Everything he's interested in today will become much more popular in 5 to 10 years. Quote, what the smartest people do on the weekends is what everyone else will do during the week in 10 years. Chris Dixon. Concepts and ideas that Balaji is interested in today, 
digital nomadism, a full crypto life, AI content creation, and synthesis search engines, among many other topics. Synthesis search engines turn art history into an applied subject, for example, Balaji predicts that the plurality, if not the majority, of English speakers online, will be Indian by 2030. How will immigration deal with remote work? Quote, with telepresence, your immigration policy becomes your firewall. Balaji Srinivasan and the relationship between remote work and immigration. Balaji does not use the terms developed and developing world anymore. He refers to them as ascending and descending. Examples of ascending, India, parts of Southeast Asia, Nigeria, and Brazil. Examples of descending, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Quote, San Francisco may be the single worst managed city in the world. It shows what American politicians are capable of if only they had the budget, which is to say capable of basically destroying civilization. Balaji Srinivasan. Americans had a massive advantage in the 1950s considering the rest of the world was in ruin, Japan was recovering from being nuked, China had communism versus nationist civil war, India had just gotten independence, and Europe's infrastructure and economy were devastated from World War II, and the Soviet Union was still recovering from its war with Germany. As a result, the American worker faced little competition on the global stage during this period and was artificially propped up. Today, the passage of time and an internet connection results in more competition for the American worker. This dynamic places the nationalist socialist and the international capitalists at odds. Technology's impact on conflict. With testosterone levels as low as they are, people are less likely to physically respond to various types of conflict. Examples of the extreme organization were prevalent throughout the West in the 20th century, factory workers taking orders from a foreman, platoon soldiers taking orders from their commander, players gathering around the quarterback, and school children circled around their teacher. This organization is less prevalent in the West today due to the enabling of asynchronous work and screens. Balaji has a Twitter thread on this concept where he explains it in greater detail. Wars fought today will not look like wars fought in the past, they will include terrorism, social media memes, hacks, the platforming, assassination, and more. The new form of war is better because it's less destructive to property, but it's worse because the battlefield is everywhere and nowhere. Balaji's Twitter thread on American anarchy versus Chinese control. Communism, fascism, wokeness, and maximalism. Wokeness and maximalism have immense differences, but they are aligned on being against the current order, whether that is being against institutional racism or Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset. Communism and fascism are similar when pushed to the extremes, and they sum to totalitarianism and tyranny. Wokeness and maximalism are similar when pushed to the extremes, and they sum to anarchy. Lessons learned from living in Singapore Singapore had a CEO founder in Lee Kuan Yew, he wasn't a wartime leader, he just leveled up the country. Quote, socialism keeps on rising because it is the easiest way to become a leader of men. Balaji Srinivasan. It's easy to start yelling that 51% of society is oppressed by the other 49% of society. Conflict is attention, and attention is the currency. Quote, socialism is the lowest skilled way to put yourself at the head of a mob. Balaji Srinivasan. Nationalism lessens internal conflict, but it often sparks external conflict. The four categories of leaders in order of increasing difficulty, 
demagogue, socialist leader, nationalist, American revolutionist since 1775, capitalist, Jeff Bezos, technologist to Elon Musk. Back to Singapore, Lee Kuan Yew is somewhere between capitalist and technologist. He dramatically improved the user interface and user experience of Singapore, which attracted outside investment. Balaji's network state concept takes aspects from America, India, Israel, and Singapore. America, too many aspects to count but a nation of emigrants, the constitution, etc. India, a nation that achieved independence nonviolently. Israel, a nation founded by a book. Singapore, founder-CEO type leader of a city-state. These four nations are forks of the United Kingdom codebase. They aren't anti-UK, they are post-UK. America's upcoming green versus orange conflict. He doesn't think America's conflict will be blue versus red, it will be green versus orange. At a higher level, the left-right conflict of Democrat-Republican will be replaced by the new conflict of centralization versus decentralization. The top two quadrants are American statism, nationalists, and socialists, the land. The bottom two quadrants are decentralization, capitalists, and technologists, the cloud. Balaji predicts that the military law enforcement group will turn to the dollar, and the more left, libertarian types will turn to Bitcoin. This prediction includes many people currently in the blue-red conflict switching sides. Even 20% to 30% of people switching sides is enough to feel like a new thing. People in the security state will go to dollar green, despite their historic wariness of government overreach and their personal lives. People in the intelligentsia journalist Greenwald group go to Bitcoin orange, despite their historic wariness of decentralization. America is fighting too many battles. Smart and skilled people are no longer allowed in government because they are a conflict of interest for the government's battles, i.e. the government's fight with technologists. Balaji doesn't think people respect the U.S. establishment anymore, a lack of deference results in the loss of soft power. Digital hard power The U.S. has digital hard power in its back pocket, the ability to deplatform, freeze, and seize. Balaji disagrees with Peter Zion's evaluation of America's power because he overindexes America's power in physical space and underindexes America's power in the digital space. The bombs and bullets that Ukraine receives from the rest of the world are downstream of their campaign in the cloud that persuaded the rest of the world to side with it instead of Russia. Ukraine used its digital resources in the cloud to print physical resources. America's hard power versus China. Quote, I am not very confident in America's hard power in a serious fight with China in its own backyard because America is overconfident. Balaji Srinivasan. The U.S. hasn't faced a peer competitor in a long time. The U.S. doesn't care as much as China does. China makes all the physical stuff. China cares about Taiwan and is geographically close to it. America has to project power from the other side of the world. America's recent wars have been TV wars, where Americans at home can just change the channel and turn the war off in their daily lives. The Ukraine-Russia conflict is actually being felt on American soil because of its impact on energy prices. The politicization of everything will also organize 50% of Americans to be pro-war with China and the other 50% to be anti-war. The current thing in America. The current thing, everybody suddenly starts caring about one specific thing, then two weeks later they don't care about it anymore and there's a new current thing that replaces the old one. 
resist the current thing and you will win, whether you are a nation or individual. Russia cannot give up on Ukraine, China cannot give up on Taiwan, America can and probably will give up on Ukraine and Taiwan like it gave up on Afghanistan. Americans just changed the channel on the war on terror to the channel that had the war on Trump. Balaji thinks America will change the channel on Ukraine-Taiwan to the channel that has the gigantic, mystic, free-for-all that will likely take place in 2024. The Post-American Age of American Anarchy Quote, I do think that we should prepare for a post-American age, Balaji Srinivasan. Digital hard and soft power may keep the United States afloat longer than we think. The resolution of the government's war with big tech is to effectively nationalize big tech, regardless of the justification. The government's fusion with big tech will give the FBI, CIA, and NSA the backdoors they wanted 10 years ago, but was denied. America will justify its measures in the name of combating Chinese control, at least we are free. Chinese control. Elements of Chinese control. Digital scans and iris scans everywhere. Drones flying overhead. A central bank digital currency via the yuan. China will justify these elements in the name of stability and the fight against American anarchy. Choosing between American anarchy and Chinese control is not ideal for most countries or most people. Many countries will align with China for stability and allow the CCP to install its digital surveillance dystopia in their nation. Many countries will opt for iris scans from the China model instead of AR-15 chaos from the American model. The alternative to American anarchy and Chinese control. Just as Americans have lost their minds in recent years, China has gone ultranationalist. Xi Jinping has replaced 90% of CCP governors with ultranationalists starting in 2017. China has gone as far to the nationalist right in some ways as America has gone to the woke left. The Cold War had a third world consisting of non-aligned countries with neither the US nor the Soviets, but it was significantly behind the US and Soviet camps. Balaji speculates on a third group emerging in the new America-China conflict, but perhaps it comes in first this time. He calls this third group the network state. 80% of the world is neither Chinese nor American. This third group could align behind cryptography protocols that provide a genuine rule of law. Take the American institutions and build them on chain in more fair, meritocratic versions to prepare for the post-American age. It's not just about building the technology, it's about building the community and the societies. The network state is the alternative to American anarchy and Chinese control. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.